The Red Eye Report has t-shirts, tank tops, and pop sockets for sale on our website, theredeyereport.com. Shirts are $19.99 and pop sockets are $14.99. RER merch is shipped through Amazon and is eligible for prime shipping. So if you need a new shirt or a way to stand your damn phone up, consider snagging some cool RER gear. Thanks for supporting the show. Soak it in. Just soak it. Come on, Mormon soak. (laughs) So how long can you soak? I don't know how exact, the exact rules. I guess. What are you soaking? Actually, I heard that you question. can't. Uh, what did I miss? What are we You're soaking? You're taking a vagina. Oh, that, that's this thing that's called insane. the Mormon soak, which I didn't believe was a thing, but uh, turns out it is. Okay, that that does not answer my question at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so Mormons are allowed to put their penis in uh, their. <laughs> woman or their the girlfriend's vagina but they can't thrust it like they get the one thrust and then they gotta let it soak Eddie you gotta Apparently. do it for your wedding do what? you gotta do it, it for your wedding dude no I'm fucking soak. like a man no soak it soak it no soak I'm it. fucking like a man please come on dude just do it once just, just once. <laughs> what do you think what do you think I was doing okay. I said I had to go cuddle for a minute okay I was doing the Mormon soak. Soaking. <laughs> the Mormon soak. So here, so here's the thing. I know, I know that they're, Mormons are mostly white, so and, and they always want to find loopholes. So they can soak it, but she can stroke it. So there, there's some, some crackers. What? Yeah. Yes, they say they say that he can't stroke it. There, is there a rule that says that she can't move up on, on the dick? Well, that's having sex. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Fucking Mormons in their loopholes. Mormons, let us yeah, know. Right. No, it's not Mormons. It's white people in their loopholes. Dude, all white people are not Mormons. <laughs> but most Mormons are white people. <laughs> okay. Most Mormons are white. No. And so, yes, they probably have other white people Dude, tendencies. All- See, see, this is my thing. Like, white people do not ever see white people, white people and shit up. It is so goddamn frustrating. <laughs> it's like, it's, oh, he, oh, it's like white people, they're, they get so, so upset at these white, uh, like one group of white people will get upset at another group of white people and like, y'all are, y'all are just, y'all are both white people in the same shit. So I, I can do, I can do that. <laughs> it's, Never mind. Y'all, white people get white mad at other white people. white people. I don't understand. I get it. There's so many white people that, yes, we have to get mad at each other. Oh, my God. We now accept the Irish as white people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This show is getting real nationalist, and I, I don't... I don't I'm, wow. <laughs> yeah, what a great cold I'm opening. I'm having second thoughts about it. having Ashtray sleep under the same roof as me. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, because all my guns are upstairs. Well, I'll be, because you're going to be downstairs on the couch. My son's right. gonna be like, Daddy, there's a, a weird man there. downstairs. Yeah, right. Keeps trying to show me centerfolds. <laughs> Stay away from my kid. <laughs> People watching the stream are just gonna get to watch us behind the scenes for a few minutes. 
Yeah, right, because right. you don't get your shit together. Way to go. Now it's my family. Come on, bitch. Are we so actually good. live? Where's my notification? We're live, actually, yeah. We are yeah. live, and Jonathan asks, What's up, Teddy? What's yeah, up, bro? Hope Jonathan's not Irish. <laughs> he is, and, he, and, I, and I vouch for him. He's a cool guy. All right, we'll let him in. Probably a hard worker. Oh, he's already in. Fighter. Weird about the All right, Irish. So we're filling up airtime. When did the Irish? Let, let's talk about this a little bit. So the Irish. Why? Why? Well, the Irish, they were like the like indentured servants and shit like that. Yeah. Back they in were the day, basically, right? Oh, yeah. That's the shit white people made up to make themselves feel, feel better about slavery. Okay. Oh. That white people work the field too. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay. If you, you keep, you want to keep, want to bring this shit up, we go, I'm going to do my next show. Well, the thing is, yeah. Just okay. fuck all your whole shit up. <laughs> the thing is, we've now enrolled the Irish into like, all right, you're now white. Because they are white. <laughs> well, when when did that happen? That's how stupid racism is. Right, it is they stupid. They exactly like y'all, but they're not white because they're Irish. Well, it, then, yeah, it comes <laughs> right. Then there's those from the Scottish Isles where... That's where all the hillbillies down south came from. Look, are, y'all, are white people running out of brown people to be prejudiced against? Did y'all have to be? Yeah, we are. Other white people? I mean, is it, is it how this is fucking? Irish so are we are ready to do white. this episode before we get the more Irish racist? are not white. <laughs> what the? Why? Why are they not white? Because Oracle white doesn't like gingers. And that is reason enough. Jesus Christ. See, white uh. people never see white people white people and shit up. And when, when other ethnicities watch this shit, it is so goddamn annoying. Know. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking shit. about. I'm talking about white people, white people and shit up and not notice. Don't it. even get me started about the slobs. <laughs> okay, start the show. Oh my God. In this episode of the Red Eye Report, we put the usual hard work in. We find out what tastes better when it's wetter. And as usual, we dissect the demented proclivities of a broken nation. With me this week is the all-seeing oracle. Since he is all-seeing, deception doesn't work on Oracle. No, sir. Brute force is all he responds to. Jim Jones style, if you know what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> Brute yeah. force. Through right into your butt. Brute force. very rapey. Take the Kool-Aid, bitch. Next wow. to him is the soot-covered ashtray. Ashtray is so easily deceived that he thinks he's been getting paid for the past decade. Really, we just deposit yen into his account, and voila, one dollar becomes a hundred. Hey, I, the numbers look good to me. Yeah. He can still buy oh, his coke. Good, good week. Here. Yeah, right. It's 74 yen. Damn, right. It's like when I switch my speedometer to kilometers. Man, I'm going fast. <laughs> We've also got an anti vaccine Teddy. <laughs> look, I'm vaccinated. First off. No, I'm vaccinated. Don't, don't give me that shit. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> Begrudgingly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So what? That doesn't mean I'm anti vax <laughs> So what? <laughs> Last and least, I'm the mystic. I've been pulling the biggest charade of them all. My name isn't really mystic. And this is the Red Eye Report. Oh, man. I don't know if you guys knew that. Mine's fucking blown. Yeah. Who is this this man? This guy's a gangster. His real name's Clarence. Clarence's parents have a real nice marriage. Go back to... uh, Teddy's begrudging vaccination. Yeah, but yeah, you, you, it's you, gonna be you, funny as a year from now. You'll be like, "Yeah, I don't feel any different." 
<laughs> I don't. Yes, I am. I am bitching for the sake for the sake of bitching. No, yes. by then the tail, you you won't even know it's there. Yeah, but also, yeah. I, I, I look and look. <clears throat> y'all go heat up a fucking uh, a super t- super a space age TV dinner, and you, you're, you're gonna sit down. You're gonna see the poster says, "Were you or anyone in your family vaccinated with it, with the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccine or the Johnson and Johnson? If you were, then you are entitled to compensation. Please call this number at one eight hundred eight 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 suck my dick." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. Wow. Anyway, so subterfuge is, I guess, what I'm talking about. Military deception. But we're going to focus on the military because uh, for this for this episode, we kind of just sloughed off and watched Suicide Squad. I'm going to get <laughs> some. We're right going to do like a hybrid review of the Suicide Squad and talk about other military yeah. deceptions throughout the ages. About why it was based on a true story. It was completely based on the true story. Ancient Rome. Fucking starfish. So types of different military deceptions. There's diversion. Ooh. So there's uh, the use of feints, demonstrations, displays, or bruises to draw the enemy's attention. So example, uh, one night in August 17th, 18th, in 1943, the Royal Air Force carried out Operation Hydra, bombing of a World War II rocket research center in Somewhere, a German <laughs> town in the Baltic Sea. I can't Somewhere. say that. Pina Muna. Oh, you know what we forgot? Teddy, get the fuck back here. And yeah, I've saved mine. Oh, yeah, come on. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. I went to the bedroom. I didn't go downstairs. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. All right. Moment of inhale. Let's go. Okay, now I'm going to get the vodka. I'll be right back. I'm serious this time. We're being the square again. Jesus, it was nice to be hip, hip for a little while. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) I can't breathe. Hold on. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) What a shit show of a show we are. Our sponsors are gonna fucking fire us. Anyway. Operation Hydra. Operation Hydra, Royal Air Force. Bombing a German fucking research center, rocket research center in Germany. Over a period of time, the British had conditioned the Germans to expect and respond to attacks on Berlin by sending de Havilland mosquito bombers along the same route toward the city. When the British executed Operation Hydra, the Germans believed eight mosquitoes flying toward Berlin were the vanguard of yet another attack on the same target. As a result of this diversion, the Germans deployed the majority of their fighter aircraft over Berlin, which gave the British an advantage over the city they were actually attacking. So they just so, looked like so another over squad? A period, <coughs> yeah, over a period of time, they had conditioned the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> so when they attacked it with less force this time, Germans were like, uh-uh. Then they attacked the actual one that they wanted to attack. Which I'm sure is a, you know, this is one example. It sounds like they faked them out, right? Yeah, they basically, but it it was the thing. It was over a period of time. They set it it up. You know what I mean? It was was a long fucking length of time, though. It It doesn't say it just says over a period of time. Yeah. Well, the Brits, they were (laughs) they were really heavy into like deception and shit, weren't they during World War Two? Yeah. So, 
the feint is an offensive action involving force on force contact with an adversary. Uh, so the, a feint will cause the enemy to concentrate resources at an incorrect time and location. A series of feints will condition the enemy or, uh, to friendly activities in the same location. So causing them to lower their guard or raise their guard where you don't want them to. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept, just fucking force on using yeah, force, basically. Demonstration is kind of the same thing as a feint, but without force. Um, I, this one is dumb. I don't even know why they use this example. Anyway, the ruse is the deliberate exposure to the enemy of false information. And this one is like, uh, you know, spy network type of shit, like mm-hmm. fucking putting shit out there big in the, uh, you know, back in the days when there wasn't like solid communication lines. I'm sure you could mm-hmm. fucking slip some information in there pretty easily, you know? So, um, <clears throat> an example there goes Astra. Uh, an example of a ruse <laughs> is the creation of the fictional Major William Martin. Uh, he was called the man who never was. As a British officer carrying important World War II battle plans. It's part of the Operation Mincemeat Deception. That's what they called it. Operation Mincemeat. So good. That concealed the location of the planned Allied invasion of Sicily. The Allies intended for the Nazis to acquire the false documents, which indicated a planned Allied invasion of Greece and the Balkans, and then incorrectly allocated troops and material. So, now that we know what they are, talk about some history of ones. Wasn't D-Day? Wasn't there? Yeah, okay. I thought that it would have been, as bad as it was, it would have been even worse, right? Right. Yeah, it would have been way worse. They were they would have fucking walked into a buzzsaw. Like they just right. kind of walked into, you know, machine guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if that uh, wasn't bad enough. Right. God <laughs> damn it. This is I can't. You so have like a split between two screens because fucking Ashtray's yeah, right here. Yeah, because fucking Ashtray is not fucking asshole. asshole. So this one involves uh Rhode Island actually. It was uh one of the first ones, George Washington is actually listed in here quite a few times. And I really? always heard that he was a good tactician, like see, like a a good manipulator of, you know, uh, of the battlefield and shit. But I had never really heard that he was big on the spy thing. Hmm. Um, so the Siege of Boston, as head of the Continental Army, George Washington successfully used deception to equalize the odds in the fight against the larger, better equipped and better trained British Army and its mercenary allies. During the Siege of Boston from April 1775 to 1776, the newly organized Continental Army, and I guess the reason that I'm saying this is like, just pay attention to how simple just the one little thing that he did changed like the course of it. So... Um, among the most critical shortage of supplies was the lack of gunpowder, which was so acute that in a battle, Washington's troops would only be able to fire nine bullets per man. Damn. That's how little fucking gunpowder they had. Wow. So to conceal the lack of gunpowder from the British, Washington's quartermaster soldiers filled gunpowder casks with sand and shipped them from Providence, Rhode Island, to the Continental Army's depots. The deception fooled the British because they would intercept them or they wouldn't intercept and they would just feel like they would fucking, you know what I mean? These are just, they, they got, they got plenty of fucking supplies. They might be 
might outnumber them, but we're not going to attack. So they, so mm-hmm. during the entire siege, that's how they kept the, the British army at bay. Mm. The siege of Boston, just by using, like if, if they had captured one of those wagons, they would have been fucked. Oh yeah. They'd be they like, this known is there fucking sand, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. go in there. So that one little ruse over a course of like a year and a half kept those people alive. That to me, that's crazy. But they, they never, I mean, they never once found out that they were trained. They never once thought the transport right. and found out that they were fucking. That's what I'm saying. Sand and shit. Holy shit! I thought it happened over the course Creed. of a few battles. I didn't know it happened over the course of of, of years, man. That's that's yeah. crazy. Should have played Assassin's uh, Creed Three. <laughs> <laughs> they would have known. Hold on, I'm. Strolling through the fucking tons of trying to find where's Ashtray at? I don't Where's know. Astrid? This fucking dickhead. He's watching it now. He's not even a fucking. He's just watching it. He's not fucking. Fuck his Ashtray. He didn't pay his Comcast bill. The second that I fix yeah. the screen, he's gonna come back into the call and fuck it up. <laughs> Yeah, so um, one of the biggest ones actually in World War II was Operation Barbarossa, which was um, the German high command explained away the creation of a massive force arrayed to invade the Soviet Union by informing Soviet leaders, including Joseph Stalin, that it was a training preparation for an invasion of the United Kingdom. So basically that, that one little lie worked. They amassed it, and that, that's how they invaded the Soviet Union. By just being like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just a training exercise, so we can figure out how to do it against the UK. What the fuck? Uh-huh. So he answered that stupid? Are you serious? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, okay, okay, training over. Yeah why, yeah, why would you trust the fucking Nazis, right? Like, so, yeah. Well, again, um, look, well, I mean, at the same time, like Stalin was like friends with I mean, he, him and Hitler were friends at first, though, right? That, that's that's the reason why I could have trusted him. Yes, I don't think those guys. Yeah, had, they were they were they know. were friends until he fucking turned on. I mean, that's one of the reasons the Nazis won because he, I mean lost because he fucking uh, he turned on Stalin, right? And then like Russia and the U.S. came at him and and, and everybody mm-hmm. else came at him and he and so. So here's here's this one. Deception played an important part in the war in North Africa. In 1941, a British army unit led by magician and illusionist Jasper Maskelyne prevented the destruction of prevented the destruction of Alexandria, Egypt, by using lights to recreate the nighttime image of the city while blacking out the actual city lights, coupled with explosives that simultaneously or simulated German bombs landing on the city. Maskenline's illusion caused German planes to release their ordnance on the empty coastal site he had prepared rather than on the city. Wow. Subsequently tasked with preventing the Germans from attacking the Suez Canal also, a key asset in the Allied supply chain. He responded by creating a system of swirling searchlights which cast a spray of strobe light over more than 100 miles of the sky above Egypt. German pilots were unable to see the canal, and so were unable to destroy it. Wow! Huh? Like that's that's. Okay, a, okay, I that guess first, it takes some outside the box fucking thinking. Right. I mean, yeah, that, that first that first thing about by him recreating the city with lights and shit. I, I, I thought he did a hologram, some hologram type shit at first. 
Oh no! This is World War. This is 1941. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know, and that's that was the cool part about it. I was like, recreated, and I was like, oh, oh, he did yeah. this. Okay, yeah. At first, it's like this nigga made a hologram. Holy shit! Yeah, um, he's also behind Operation Crusader. So during the siege of Tobruk, the camouflage artist, along with him, Stephen Sykes, built a they built a dummy railhead near Meshifa in Egypt. The intent which succeeded was to divert German aerial attacks from the real railhead and deceive the Germans into believing that a British attack would not begin until the dummy was completed. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's fucking, uh, I'm surprised yeah. they, you know, if that was so successful, why the fuck did they not use that more? You know? I don't know. Yeah, in, uh, in Operation, they had another one in Operation Sly Bob. This dude is like the fucking grandfather of this shit. His unit attempted to create a dummy submarine that would draw the attention of German reconnaissance aircraft along the German and Italian Italy to Tripoli supply line, enabling British ships to gain the element of surprise when attacking Axis shipping. By using old railroad sleeper cars, a wooden frame, nailed and welded beams, and metal tubing, Maskelyne's unit succeeded in creating a prototype that British ship commanders unaware of the deception plan, nearly sank when they observed it near the Suez Canal. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. This guy's fucking great. Anyway, getting to where's Ashtray? What happened? Who cares? Keep going. <laughs> we're, we're, better without, we're better without him. Keep going. Uh... So here, well, after this one, we'll go on to the movie Normandy, like uh, Oracle was talking about. So before the June 1944 D-Day invasion of Normandy, the Allies launched a deception codenamed Operation Bodyguard. <clears throat> As part of Bodyguard, the Operation Quicksilver Deception portrayed First Unit or First United States Army Group FUSAG, whatever that is. A skeleton headquartered command headquarters commanded by Omar Bradley as an army group commanded by George Patton. Um So, okay. So basically they created this fucking fake like communication line and they they thought that this was the fucking unit that Patton was commanding. And so they thought eventually that it was going to fucking invade France at Pas de Calais the fall of 1944. So British and army troops used dummy equipment, false radio traffic and double agents to deceive German intelligence on the location and timing of the invasion. The Germans awaited the Calais landing for many weeks after the real landings in Normandy, leaving the place near Calais several several divisions that could have helped delay or defeat the Normandy attack. So by by them doing that, that's basically even though we how many people died in Normandy? I don't know off the top of my head. I, I wanna say it's I don't even know. I don't want to say it's a hundred thousand, but not many black people. <laughs> okay, so Normandy by... Beach. Let's see here. Um, fact sheet. So so they landed one hundred and sixty thousand troops at Normandy. Um, Twenty five made it past. So casualties on June 6th have been estimated at 10,000 killed, wounded, and missing in action. Um, 
when a, over the following days, the Allies gradually expanded their tenuous foothold when a failed German counterattack on August 8th resulted in more than 50,000 German troops being encircled. Uh, okay, cost of the Normandy campaign was high on both sides. Um, Allies landed more than 2 million men in northern France and suffered more than 226,386 casualties. Fucking shit. Yeah. That's 10%. 72,911 killed and missing and 153,475 wounded. Germans, German losses included over 240,000 casualties and 200,000 captured. In it, in it one battle, that's, that's, that's half a million people. Yeah. Either dead or wounded. Yeah. That's fucking, fucking crazy. So the Japanese did this shit too. Fucking crazy ass white was, people. One thing I thought was clever that the Japanese held air airfield in Yanhe District, China in 1945. The Japanese painted on the ground the image of a B 29 bomber that, that appeared to be on fire. Their intent was for the painted image to appear real to high-flying aircraft, which would lower their altitude in order to investigate, and they'd fucking shoot them down. Oh. Uh, they would also use bamboo-framed dummy aircraft to project more air power, so, you know, they'd have three real planes and fucking 25 bamboo ones. Hmm. Shit. Just to show that they were more powerful. Yeah. Anyway, we could go on through this shit all day, but I really want to get to... Suicide Squad, which is the new one, which is weird. The name first off, Suicide Squad. I mean, there was already one named Suicide. Yeah, Check what it. is up okay, with I, this? I will, okay, I will. Uh, Eddie, the explain. Why, right. The reason why is because there were a bunch of Suicide Squads, and the name of the comic was the Suicide Squad. It might have a subheading, the Suicide Squad, and blah blah blah, but it was the Suicide Squad. It, they were all supervillains at some time that were they were captured. I can't. I'm I'm a drinker. I can't remember the name of the prison. They were captured and Waller fucking and and every time they did a mission for it, they took a they took a thing off his uh, uh, you know time off the sentence. Right, right. And that, that's why it was called the Suicide Squad because the Suicide Squad is like a an amalgamation of a shit ton of supervillains in DC universe that were caught and did some missions for her to get some time off the sentence. I gotcha. All right, all right. That's cool. So why is there no sub? Like, I, I'm not asking you, Teddy, but I'm just saying, why is right. there no subtitle to this one that I don't get? You know, that that that's because James Gunn wanted to be a dick. Now he's directing a fucking DC movie. <laughs> Didn't he already do a DC movie? What did he do? No, he did uh, Guardians. Of he the did Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So anyway, um, right off the bat, I was I actually liked it. You know what I mean? I I liked. Yeah, but you also like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, so that's it. Dude, I like the comedy in it, like between, between, uh, what's the name of the character, Idris Elba's character? Yeah, uh, Deadshot or Deadeye? Bloodshot. Bloodshot? Bloodshot. Is it Bloodshot? No, that's not Bloodshot. Is it Deadshot? I can't remember his name. Bloodsport. Bloodsport, yeah. Uh, between him and Peacemaker, John Cena's character, like, yeah, like the Peacemaker <laughs> yeah. shoots that guy. Yeah, the whole kill He's off like, is pretty cool. Yo, and he wounded a mate. Like, second, blows mm -hmm. up, and he's like, he likes to show off. 
Unless what you're showing off is dope as fuck. <laughs> Just the way that they delivered it really well. At first, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But, but I actually <laughs> liked Harley Quinn. Normally, I don't like, like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And she was crazy as fuck, too, and, right. which was cool. I mean, it was yeah, definitely. I, actually, I liked her a lot more <clears throat> than I thought I was going to. Like when she was going through that prison. And fucking just lighting people up and shit. Right. Uh, that yeah. was actually pretty fucking badass. Like, like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is the close. Like Harley Quinn came about when in the old uh, Batman Batman cartoon and shit. Mm. Uh, and so uh, and then they then they started writing her into the comic books because she was popular in the cartoon. And her and her portrayal in real life is is like the, the voice. And everything is so much is so so close. To what I saw as a kid, and so mm-hmm. I, like it. it, it I, right. I, even in her movie, the the Birds of Prey, I didn't like the movie, but I still loved her version of Harley Quinn because it was mm-hmm. even even down to the fucking hyena pets. So I mean, it, it, it's a. You know, I, I've always loved her version of Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's the closest to what I knew as a kid. So. Bird. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I really, I really dug it. Hey, I don't say that often. Um, you but don't I did say like about movies. I did you, like, you like Guardians of the Galaxy though too. I do yeah. like James Guns. Yeah. And I'm not a big comic book fan, but this one this one was a little different. You know what I mean? It's I think, uh, I think it's because James Gunn, he does he does a good job with comic books that are not that to me this movie was kind of like a Tim Burton, like an adult Tim Burton comic book movie because he he tried to stay true to the true to the uh, the outfits and things like that uh, in, the, in, right. in the comics. Like it isn't like super <laughs> polished. Right. Like some of those yeah. outfits look dumb as fuck. A lot right. of yeah, outfits, because, yeah. because a lot it's of those like outfits were, were made in the sixties and seventies, and that's how right. stupid they were. Yeah. Right. Like like the 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 javelin guy like that the uh, the javelin whatever his costume was true to the fucking like I didn't like a lot of these guys I had to look up and shit because I didn't know who they were that's how obscure they were and I'm a yeah. fucking comic book nerd yeah. right so it was it was fucking it was it was pretty awesome I yeah. did comic like true to life. the reason that I chose subterfuge tonight is that opening I liked. Oh, I really yeah, like the whole lead up and invasion. Yeah, they just, that was and they great. just get slaughtered. The invasion, and then all of a sudden you're like, here's the real invasion. Right. I'm like, yeah, that would <laughs> yeah. be the total that's totally the suicide squad. Yeah. Like, yes, that's dude. Suicide, like yeah. just just they're <laughs> fucking yeah. they're expendable. Yeah, you know? that was, that was, that was great. They're, they're criminals, right? And it happens right. in the comics. The right. weasel. When the, the weasel, fucking yeah. weasel when he jumps in the water is fucking oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you check that the weasel can fucking <laughs> swim. Fuck. <laughs> and here's here's the thing, here's the thing, like like Amanda uh, Waller's costume that she had. Uh, if you watch the original Suicide Squad, she was dressed in a business suit. The uh in the comic books and the cartoons, she always wears that that like kind of purplish pink suit with that polka dot fucking uh whatever thing you call hanging over the front. And, and like and like and uh, and uh, um the chick I can't remember her name at the time but the the chick they got to play her does it fucking perfectly like I really like the cat like they they did yeah um if you ever watched like I said the, the Batman cartoons just League cartoon uh, uh it's it's very very it's very true to what I what I watched as a kid like yeah. this this movie was fucking it was it was dopey it was goofy it was fucking great I laughed my ass off yeah. I did. I liked Peacemaker a lot, and I hear that he's getting his own standalone fucking show on HBO. Oh, really? On Cena as Peacemaker, yeah. Because that's why that that scene at the end where they they saved him. See that? I hope you saw. I I didn't. 
to ruin it. Oh, dude, you got you got to watch the end credits. They save them. Yeah, always yeah. watching DC started copying Marvel. When they, if you can get people to sit and watch the goddamn credits that are fucking fifteen minutes long for a fucking fifteen second clip, whatever. Yeah, they, they, were the save, they were able to save Peacemaker. Yeah, they were. really. Yeah, just yeah. tell me on the internet or whatever. I don't give a <laughs> shit. After that point, I've watched the movie. I'm not gonna sit and watch after the credits. It tees up the next one. You gotta Whatever. be ready for it, bro. Just fucking hey, tell me. I had this a professor. Is, this, see, see, and that, that's exactly why we have fucking twelve goddamn Fast and Furious, because you won't sit after the credits and watch a goddamn comic yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's I my fucking, fault. I uh, I had a professor that she would fucking fail you if you left before the credits were over, because we had to watch movies. That was like every Tuesday we would go watch movies, and then Thursday we would have like discussion about it. Oh really? But if you left, yeah, she's like she'd get pissed. She's like, those people look put a lot of hard work into that shit. Blah blah well, blah. Well, how was like, yeah? And they got how paid. Would she, how would she know the the credits were? Because I mean, did you look for the credits? Did she quiz she you? Would on the, like the, class, the theater like was at school. She would be. She'd watch them with. Oh, oh okay. So, so people you'd have to go there and watch the movie in the theater with them. Oh, okay. It was actually a pretty cool experience because you got yeah, to watch films. Fucking I would never watch films, watch these films. You know what I mean? They were like right, yeah. Citizen Kane and shit. I'm not going to go watch that by myself. Fucking, right. You know? I mean, I, w- I wouldn't have watched that movie if it wasn't for the show. So, yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. Fuck just talking about. Oh, okay. I'm going to give it a. I, I guess I'm going to give it. What are we doing out of five? Five. five you yeah. did it out of five. Yeah, out of five. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a four. It's a this, solid. That's, solid. That's movie. the highest rating you've ever given a movie. No, it's not. It is. It is. It is. I've given. I am. I am. I am willing to go back and do goddamn research. That is do the it. highest you've do ever. It. You, you, you have you've probably matched it. You probably matched it for going lower, but you've never gone higher than a four. Because Idris Elba has that big dick energy, homie. <laughs> big dick energy. That's right. <laughs> I yeah, Idris Elba was great in this. Like he was so good, and when he was, my favorite parts with Idris Elba, Elba was when they were first getting the team together. And he introduces them. They're like, okay, we're setting up a unique squad with everybody has their unique powers. And then he tells them what Peacemaker's fucking abilities are. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That guy does exactly the <laughs> same me. shit yeah. I do. <laughs> I mean, just uh, his delivery is fucking great. Like, he's got this, like you know, powerful thing, but he's got the delivery for like fucking funny ass shit. Or when he was having the fight with his daughter uh, in jail, really good. Oh my good. God, that was so good. Yeah, really good. I also liked when he was doing the fighting, like when he was fighting that starfish. Hey, Ashtray, ruined the whole goddamn movie <laughs> for everybody. Well, shit. When he, when he was fighting that big, uh, big his, creature. His Starro. Or Star okay. or whatever. And also, he didn't have all the powers in the comics that he had in the movie. Okay? Because these, these right. reta- retards would not have beat him. <laughs> so, I, I appreciated okay. when he... Like, there was this huge thing. And fucking... He just, like, whips out these fucking guns or whatever. And starts blasting that fucking thing. 
Like oh yeah, you could, you could tell like, that it, guns he has, yeah, yeah, you could tell that it yeah. was affecting it, but also it was like this is only going to hold this thing off for a little bit. But yeah. you know, he's like, I, I just I got to fucking oh, no, do he that. Found us. There she is. Oh Man, no, he found us. Yeah. No, it was so <laughs> great. Guess who's back? Guess so who's back? I will give it a four. <laughs> I, in, I the motherfucking high house. I enjoyed the movie uh, quite a bit. I think I probably like Guardians of the Galaxy more than I like this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but I mean, did he direct all same. three Guardians sure. galaxies? There's only, only two. two. There's only oh, two of them. Right? Okay. There's only two of them. Yeah. So actually, my favorite scene though, when you were talking about Peacemaker, is when Peacemaker goes, he goes. <laughs> She said something about, aren't you called Peacemaker? And he's like, yeah, but I'm willing to kill every man, woman, and child yeah. to make it happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my, yeah, my favorite so scene is, uh, what's our Oracle? What'd you give it? What, would you I, give I'll it? give it, I'll give it four. Four, okay. Favorite scene. Okay, so my, my favorite scene, oh, uh, his, his favorite uh, scene, I thought yeah. it was a... Uh, favorite, favorite scene was when he was introduced to Peacemaker, and he's just like, what oh, the yeah, fuck okay. are you talking about? It's he's exactly got the, the same... fucking same shit I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, my favorite scene was, like, again, the fucking, like, John Cena and Idris Elba's, like, chemistry was fucking awesome. Uh, my favorite scene was when uh, when they're, when they're, on, they're on, and he's in Peacemaker, where they're on, where they, you find out they're, they're the real team. And they're uh, they're going in in the jungle and peacemakers like if there's a if there's a whole fucking there's a the beach is full of dicks and I had to eat every last one of them for peace. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. do it. And he's like, why? I would somebody put a bunch of dicks on the beach? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I eat them all for peace. I guess. <laughs> I eat them all for peace. <laughs> um, I, I give the movie a four. And like I said, it, it's a, it was a Tim Burton it was a Tim Burton style comic book movie, um, for adults. Uh, it, it showed the it's it was uh it was really really funny really great uh I'll give it a four um you should watch it because it's funny as shit all right ashtray <clears throat> uh yeah I enjoyed it I'd say I go with the old good old classic average four um I think my favorite scene actually was uh when uh uh what's her face Harley Quinn. Because I actually surprisingly, okay, I haven't, I just started watching the first one, which it's like a lot of the same actors. So is it a sequel or is it a remake? It's not, it's not a sequel. As I explained earlier when you dropped in the call, yeah. uh, Mystic Axe, why was, it, it had the same title as the other movie, The Suicide Squad. And that's but because The Suicide Squad has always been a group of criminals uh, that, that have been used uh, for Amanda, by Amanda Waller to do certain certain missions. Sure. The first one was just called Suicide Squad. This one's right. the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. So the um, I actually found myself uh, liking Harley Quinn's character more than I expected. Um, and my favorite scene actually was when she shot the motherfucker right in the chest. Oh, oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I was like not expecting talking about, it. Bert, he's talking about murdering kids, bro. Right. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, just like how she's. Uh, um, it, it was that kind of followed that whole montage of romance. Um, Sylvester no, so Stallone was in the movie, and I liked yeah. how. No, uh, no, yeah, she basically had this like explanation that like, yep, I've been with a lot of fucking 
you know, bad relationships. And I just told myself whenever I see a red flag, like, nope, just got to stop it right there. <laughs> it's like taking that red flag idea to yeah, the extreme. And, and, and killing kids, it's a fucking red flag. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was, she was, her fight scenes were pretty badass when she grabbed that staff, that fucking yeah. javelin thing. They're fucking dudes up with it. Right. It was cool. Yeah, I read actually that um, the scene where she was in the prison and she was tied up and she grabbed the key with her foot and unlocked oh, yeah. it. She actually did that. That's actually really? her. Yeah, she did it yeah, in like the yeah, first I mean, she take. She grabbed the, the key, but then, then she pulled it up yeah. to her fucking she, she did Oh, it. really? Wow. Yeah, she did that. Uh, yeah. Impressive. I'm sure it was like, well, I can get the key up there and put it in, but like... <laughs> I don't know if she was able to fully unlock. Anyways, probably wasn't a real lock. Who knows? But it's James Gunn. He's like, yeah, we weren't expecting her to be able to do that. She fucking did That's it. That's some flexibility, though. Yeah. Word. I guess, though, when you're that skinny, not much weight you have to throw around. Yes. All right. All over. Got a round of four. Exactly <laughs> four. Yeah. Okay, Astra, you're here now. Is, do you, can you remember any time that Mystic gave a movie... Uh, a rating higher than four? Um, no. <laughs> um, I know I have. Probably you have some like so, Norwegian you, you even said it, you even said movie it before or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of harsh on him, and I don't like comic book movies, and, and I like this one. Citizen Kane, I think. He was all yeah. like... Well, that, that's, that doesn't count. Citizen Kane. Can't give that lower like a 4.5. Or, or you're not, you're inhuman. Okay. Yeah. And I'm what about, and I'm what about Judge Dredd, what, the remake? What did you give that? It, probably I, gave it, I bet pro- you I gave it a 4.5. I really like that movie. That was a good he, movie. On, he gave it a 4. He's only said 4.5 because he re- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we, should, we should have maybe. a revisitation. 4.5. Because we're already getting to that point, you know, because as tech um, in the postmodern recycling uh, advances further and further. We already are redoing topics like the motherfucking Olympics again. Uh, right. We can re re review Dread. It's a great movie. Anyway, what's sexy? This is where we got. Uh, tell you what's sexy, I guess. Fish tacos, Virgo. Fish tacos. So, despite living on the West Coast in California for a while and now living on the East Coast for a while, I've never had fish tacos before. I always thought they were gross. And uh, the name, uh, why re- do you like fish? Uh, no, the I, name fish taco just sounds loose. Yeah, it what, sounds kind of weird. Do you not eat pussy? Like a dirty pussy. That's what it like sounds like. Fish fry. But yeah, I just didn't really know with like the, the salsas and shit. I wasn't really sure how I felt about that. Well, anyway, um, I've been fishing out here in Wisconsin. I wake up at like five o'clock in the morning and I go out fishing for a little while. And, uh, Nice. Oh, I just catch awesome. Do you make them into tacos? I mean, what do you do? Yeah. So here's a picture that I snapped from this morning when I was out there. Just I'll share the screen. You know, it's fucking like just stunningly Damn. beautiful. Can't even see the other side. Right. And, uh, you know, this is right next to where I live. It takes me like 15 minutes to get out there. And the. um. 
I've been catching fish and filleting the fish and shit and decided to go with the fish tacos and fried them up, fried up some bluegills that I had caught. And they were, they were really fucking good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just fish wrapped in tortilla, just like any other meat yeah, you put in there. Yeah. I just, I, 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 I didn't know, rough. like with like the the guacamole and the salsa and the, oh, like yeah. the shit like know. that. Yeah, I don't really? know. Like for for is some that reason, that seems boring. Your life is you didn't know if avocado <laughs> would go with fish. <laughs> I, I like, guess. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fuck, are you are you are you one of those missionary only type motherfuckers? I mean, really? I mean, really, dude. I don't know if avocado would go with fish. My extent. Who would have thought, dude? My 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 extent. Your life. What My extent of fish eating is fish fry, Friday night fish fry. Yeah. Where, you know, well, you I know that's a lie because I'm rural Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Right. So, I mean, so when you start talking about like adding these like pico de gallo with fish, whoa, hold on a this second. Is the here. What? This is almost as absurd as this yeah. goddamn crackhead story. Okay. <laughs> this is, move, move oh, on. I ain't quite that absurd, but. No, no. Um, move on. <laughs> the uh no it reminds me of a story of a friend who was trying to basically an art teacher to, wanting to uh never mind where's mystic i'm fucking, he fucking, I'm fucking right with here I don't, there okay. he is. i'm fucking I tell you story, I I'm, just, I'm just tell you a story i'm just fucking with you go ahead sorry the um uh no we'll move along Right. Sorry, I'll get too long-winded. The Art of Rally. The game. Real simple one that I downloaded. It's free on Xbox. Get it on Game Pass. Uh, it takes you through the 1967 Rally. World Rally Championship. All the way up to the 90s. For like a single-player campaign. It's got time trials and shit. Uh, if you don't know what rally racing is, it's just racing over dirt, ice, snow, Wherever really fast can. and sideways, mm-hmm. but uh, rally is, the game super the game super simple looking. It's like yeah. RC Pro Am almost, uh, but the 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 controls are surprisingly hard. Um, and when you actually get them right, <laughs> and when you actually get them right, uh, yeah, move that just somewhere along in the. But uh. When you when you do get them right and shit, and you it you know your times are competitive. It's it's really fun, uh, and it's it's just something you don't have to invest really any time into. Is this an Xbox? Yeah. yeah. Look at all those poor people. Well, yeah, if you yeah. watch if, if you watch your real life, uh, like when there's some guy drifting like a ninety degree turn, they'll be day. like. Like oh, yeah. where his ass in is swinging around, there'll be like a like a swath of yeah, people, there's a bunch of people there, die. and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you were you were like two feet from his bumper, right? Well, get, thing too is like, don't get so damn close to where the fucking car is gonna be whipping around. I mean, yeah, and that, that's get on how the inside is. of the turn. All right. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's fucking just uh, like the first sure. time I really ever reviewed a game. So you it wasn't even really your review. A review. Two first of Mystics. You got to go, go play it. So, okay, let me yeah. ask you this, Mystic. Does it so, have a good fucking like progression storyline? Well, not even a storyline. Just like, okay, 
you need to win this race to do yes. this or a championship or you have something. To win. You have to get a podium in the championship that you're racing in to uh, unlock a car, mm-hmm. better, mm-hmm. the better cars in that yeah. category. So each, like, I think it's like 67 to 72, you're in group B, which is like the slowest of the groups. And then you move up to group A and then S. I don't know what the group names mm-hmm. others are, but um, you yeah, eventually that's... move up to like the big ones, like the 700 horsepower fucking like those are, so you know what I mean? And it gets progressively harder to figure right. out how much throttle to give it and what angle to go in fucking to each corner at and shit. And it's, it's just, it's kind of cool. That's my biggest beef with a lot of modern racing games is they try to make everything like open. Like uh, Forza Horizon is a great example. I fucking love Forza Horizon 4. It's a fantastic game. But after a while, it's just like when you unlock like the whole map, you it's like, well, what do I do now? I I kind of just back road. Yeah, I mean, it's okay, but I wish there was like, hey, you need to do this. Now you do that. And now you do that. You know? Right. They do, but those are pretty small compared to like all the other things. Like, I don't know. It gets to be a little too much like Assassin's Creed is a, a, a good example. When all of a sudden you've just got like a gazillion things on your map and it's like, well, what the fuck do I do now? I don't know. what Murder I'm do. people. I guess. I want less Indis- choices. Indiscriminately, you murder people. I, I suffer from choice paralysis. But but you also, but you, you're, but you, you're, so you're, the type, you're also the type of person that, that will fuck with a setting. It was perfect. So exactly. like we're, we're two. Like me, I'm just like I, 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 I. By the time I get to a game, the end of a game, I don't know what the story was. I just know, I just know they had to murder. Everybody. I want a bespoke experience that is given to you know, like crafted. See, I just, yeah, I just, I just want to murder. I mean, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta kill this guy. Okay, I'll go, I'll go kill him. What, what, let me tell you what. I, I don't care. I don't care. It's gotta kill him. All right. Teddy Deadwood. Okay, so I I, uh, I watched uh, uh, Justified. And then and speaking of the mystic, he said, if I like Justified, I should watch Deadwood. So I checked it out. Uh, I'm generally not a Western fan. Um, this this show was very – it's a Western. Uh, it's about the town of Deadwood um, in North Dakota um, and, and how, they be, how they started from a camp and became, uh, uh, you know, like a, a city – uh, the people in the, in the show are historically, uh, it, it's it's like a historical drama, uh, like a, a Swergeon, uh or as his name is Ian McShane, McShane, I think his name is, the best character ever created for TV. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's it's not the exciting like like uh, like shooting Western you think of. It does like I said, it's a historic drama. It does have people. It has a uh, uh, Calamity Jane, uh, Wild Bill Hickok. Um, uh, Wyatt Earp, uh, and, his, and one of his brothers. Um, it's 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 a uh, more of a it's uh would they, they they say I feel like it's more of a cerebral chess game because uh, um every season there's a new person that uh Swearinger, uh the guy that Ian McShane has to uh uh has to like try to come come up against. It, it, he starts out first. Yeah, we we ran off first. Yeah. Um, 
it's it, he starts Swagger starts off as as one as the main bad guy, and he and he slowly and he slowly learn that he, he turns from a you 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 kind of you, you think of him as a bad guy and you learn he's not really a bad guy. Uh, he he just wants to make money and what's best for for the camp because the camp is the best way for him. And he kind of turns into like a like a pillar of the community. It's it's a really really good show. Uh, it does end really really horribly. Uh, it has got three seasons. It's on HBO Max. You're gonna watch it. It does end really horribly. Uh, but there is a movie, um, that kind of sums up what they did. And it and it is great to see everybody because the movie takes place ten years after the show. And it is kind of cool to see everybody and they're all old and shit. Um, but also the movie kind of ends in a up way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the movie. The movie's going great, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm looking at the time because my uh, I, I noticed it. I was looking. I was sitting there, and uh, um, uh, Stephanie comes in the room. And I'm like, okay, and I pause it, and I notice I've got like 15 minutes left. I'm like, really? Hmm. It's gonna have a shitty. It's either gonna have an awesome ending or a shitty ending, and it had a shitty ending. Hmm. Uh, but the show up until the ending is actually pretty cool so, because back in that time, I mean, people. There, there's there's a scene where where a guy tells Hearst that he can read. Hearst is like, "What? Well, prove it. Read the goddamn letter." And the guy starts reading. He's like, "No, out loud, motherfucker! Like, like, show me that you can read." I mean, it, in a time where you didn't, you didn't expect people to be this smart, they're doing things and making moves. And like I said, it's like a cerebral chess game. Like Swearinger would do a move or, or or do something or try to interpret somebody else's move, what's the best move to make it, things like that. And then somebody would do something to throw like Trixie shooting shooting the motherfucker. It, it, it was a it was a cool kind of it was a cool it was a really cool Western show that I and I, and I, I don't like. I don't like, right, it I don't like cool Western show. Did so. it? <laughs> Ready? You're going way over on time, man. Ashtray. He's not in here. Oh, that's why he hasn't popped up on my screen. Yep. Anyway. Cool, Ashtray. That's a cool. What's sexy? <laughs> Arco, fuck what you think. Brain battles. Brain battles. Sometimes I wonder why I chose teaching as a profession, especially teaching adults, because I tend to, if I don't hear from somebody, um, I get into these brain battles with them. And I think, like, all this shit, like, oh man, this fucker, like, they're trying to fucking, they want to throw down. I'm going to have to fucking shut them down and tell them off. And and none of it's true. Like, none yeah, of it. in your own head. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like, then you actually meet with a person and it's fucking fine. And I right. tell myself, I'm like, it's you don't and have you. enough information here. Don't fucking do this. You fucking retard. And I do it yeah. <laughs> every time. Um, so yeah, just, time. just the brain battles, like whatever. At least I don't like freak out and like actually beat people up or shoot people or whatever. Do you think but... it has anything to do with your military? Military. And by that I mean, so let me explain. Military taught you. No, military taught you to take every situation and and read into it enough so that you are prepared going into it, right? Right. right. So, like, there's a thing. I don't know the guy's name, but I heard about. uh, I read this article about this dude who was doing um, research, like on chess players, and they they think so much ahead 
and they're like for 12 hours a day they play chess and that's all they do is they anticipate they anticipate they anticipate so in their real life over a period of time they start to anticipate and anticipate and they become more paranoid Mm. so like do you think that has that might have anything to do with it i think it definitely does it's like you're just you're conditioned to think that way now in normal settings it just doesn't translate right oh and that's like a definitely and it's something that i talk to my therapist about on a a regular basis and try to it could be it could be your whiteness. <laughs> well, I'm sure the, the whiteness uh, that could play into it as well. But it's a little part. You know, that's the thing. Sometimes it pays off like one percent of the time it pays off. But I'm not living in Deadwood in the fucking 1800s or whatever. You know, I live in no, modern. No, no, you're in Rhode Island. Right. I live in. There, there are less black people in Rhode Island than are in fucking Deadwood. <laughs> Okay. There, are pl- there are plenty there, of black people. There's like five. There's like five. Sonny, this doesn't have bullshit. anything to do with black people. <laughs> but <laughs> it pays off 1% of the time, like when that guy tried to shake me down with the goddamn baseball bat. But the other 99% of the time, it's totally yeah, yeah. overblown. It's a completely uh, the usefulness. The 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 damage that it causes outweighs the usefulness most of the time. Right. And, you know, I try to I try to fucking chill out and shit. And for the most part, I am pretty chill. Like I was having a good day today. But then I get into these loops where I'm just like, man, that motherfucker, I'm going to tell him to fuck off. I'm going to fucking, you know, you know, I do. I understand. I understand. Say I'm going to so go I, to his I, fucking house, man. I'm going to beat well, his uh, ass. <laughs> you know, this cat. I get you. <laughs> yeah, wow. I've never, never gone there. Yeah, you're the mad headed butter. We, Although I have, I have broken the tail lights of a dude, and then when he was at a party getting drunk, I fucking called the cops and told him he was fucking <laughs> swerving all over the road. <laughs> shit, so he got pulled over. <laughs> Did he See, get that's, that's white girl shit. It is, dude. It is. I mean, really. But he totally pulled a bitch move shit. on me, so I thought I'd do it back. Talking by a chick. Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, it was. It was pretty grimy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm just saying. That was some bitch shit you did. I'd do some bitch shit on you, woman. Anyway, anyway, Afghanistan. That's why my fuck what you think is. Could have never been there. It sucks for the people that are there. I apologize as an American. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like this is it's over now. There's no you can't. I like what Biden said. He he takes you know his part of the his part of the blame for it. He was the vice president during you know a big chunk of it, and they didn't do shit about it. Mm -hmm. And now it it's you got to kind of just rip the bandaid off because. They've, we've given them 20 years of training and support and, and blah, blah, blah. Dick. They need to be able to, to defend themselves. You know they did saying? dick. They fucking disappeared I know. in a day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and so why would we defend a place they I, don't I even did, want exactly. to I had to say, I had to, say to, a, to a group, of, I have a lot of Republican guys that come to my, my, my place. And I was like, look, look, Trump campaigned on getting out of Afghanistan. He kept it. Right. He, he said he wanted to do it. 
but he never did it as president. He didn't, he didn't get us into any more any more conflicts, but he didn't he didn't get us out of that one, as he said he would. So I'm like, I'm like you can't. I mean, there was no way to get out of that cleanly. No, no way for any president. No, no way. Right. Yeah. No fucking way. And Trump wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna risk fucking doing it and, and fucking up what he had. Right. So I mean, yeah. I mean, it it, it sucks. And we should never should have been there. And uh, it's you know, I feel sorry for. I mean, it's yeah, it's real. Yep. Anyway, that's all I want to say, man. But anybody who thinks differently, go fuck yourself. Uh, all right. Uh, Teddy, goddamn tent people. <laughs> okay, so um, um, so uh, the place my wedding is at is called the Cool Springs House. Uh, it's an old house that was moved from some some racist part of Tennessee to this this racist part of Tennessee. Um, uh, we can't <laughs> use the house for, for dancing in the house, so everything is outside. It's got a few uh, like two or three barns on the property. Um. So, uh, so everything is. I have to. I, I had to get a tent, tables, chairs. Everything's outside. Uh, so the tent people, uh, because everything I, I ordered is it, it needs. They need like four or five hours to set up. So it's like we all you all have to get there like five, six, six o'clock in the morning because the wedding's at eleven. And the, and the, when we started the contract and and I signed the contract and and everything else and paid paid half of it after I signed it, they said okay. And then as, when I go back to pay the other half. Uh, this was about like four weeks ago, like three or four. They said, "Hey, can we can you can we set up the day before? It'll save you a uh, hundred fifty bucks, uh, but it'll cost me two hundred fifty bucks to rent out the property." And I was like, "I really don't want to do that. Just just the, the contract says you all show up when you all show up to set up the shit." Um, so they said, "Okay, how about how about you check it?" Anyway, they they told me to hold off on paying off the rest of the balance until uh I I, I could see if the the property was 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 ready to be rented the day before the wedding. It was empty, and, and and we did rent it out. Um, and so when I called back to let them know they can set up the day before the day before the wedding, they said that well our Fridays are full now, so we can't do that. We'll be there at five o'clock, set up for your wedding on Saturday. And I'm like, so why the fuck did I rent out the goddamn place? Before? Right. <laughs> you all told me to hold off. <laughs> and so that and, and that that's my focus. Now I gotta see if I can get get back two hundred fifty bucks. Probably not gonna get back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie's actually the one who paid it. I'm, I'm gonna try to see and see if she can get it back. But it, it probably won't happen. Uh, I asked the uh, when we uh, I sent the email to the to the venue and told them we don't need any more. Can we get our money back? And they're like, well, no. But you can you can bring like your tuxes and stuff, but like that night and, and up and lock them up and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Why would that's not worth two hundred fifty bucks? Right. So I'm like, what the was what. <laughs> No, we have your money, but we're not giving it back. Mm. That's pretty much what they say. So, and that's my focus. You think? Or you just go there and just fuck on everything, like just do uh, nasty ass uh, sex. Okay, first off, I had to I had to insure the property for a million dollars. What? Yes, I did because it's a, it, apparently it's, just, it's historic because it's, it's Tennessee and it's racist. I don't know. But I had to I had to insure the property uh, for a million dollars. We can't we, you can't throw rice on our on our exit. You can't throw rice or anything else. You can use sparklers or bubbles or something else. But you can't. Yeah, wow. it's it's very. We, we can't tape up anything. We can't nail anything. It's very very strict. Damn. It's two hundred and fifty a day though. No, 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 the property to rent out. Uh, to rent out the property uh, for early usage, like uh, rehearsals and things like that, it's two hundred fifty bucks. Oh, which is which is a big discount from what it really is to rent out. So, 
but that's a, that's a that's a fucking gonna thing. fucking anyway. tear one of those barn doors off. Yeah. Oracle, you calm your ass down, okay? You <laughs> calm your ass down. And that's why, and that's why I'm only getting y'all weed, not cocaine. Okay? <laughs> because of you. Because of you. Fuck around and ruin it for everyone. Goddamn right. All right. In all seriousness, go fuck yourself, Princeton, New Jersey. That's our show. We're going to be here every Wednesday or Thursday at 10. Whatever. Make sure you join the conversation at theredeyereport.com or facebook.com slash theredeyereport. Actually, not the Red Eye Report. Red Eye Report. You can also twiddle us at redeye underscore report. Like and share us so fuck us. We're down for whatever. I missed it. I'm Oracle. And I'm Teddy and Astro ain't here because he a bitch. <laughs> Astro ain't got no sales service. And this is the Red Eye Report. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>